Sometimes in the year 2008, after the American financial crisis, which impacted the financial status of the whole world, there was a crisis in the whole world, I was one of the people, one of the persons who was impacted. I lost a large amount of my savings. You could see that I lost my shirt. And post losing my savings at that time, I was kind of sad, depressed, unhappy for weeks, for months, for maybe a year or two. And every little thing would make me unhappy, would kind of make me hang my face down and become depressed. One day, in one of those gloomy evenings, my son comes up to me and he looks at me and he says, Dad, Father, let's decide to be happy. And he goes, decide to be happy. Huh? Make a decision, cognitive, use willpower, use your prefrontal cortex to be happy. It struck me, it hit me in the face, that recommendation, because at that time I was running workshops on decision making and problem solving, and I knew what decision meant. It meant cutting away from things unwanted and deciding and choosing one of all the available options, intellectually, emotionally, and through your gut. And when he said that, decided to be happy, I did make up my mind to become happy, to be happy. Well, the truth is, the terms that I should really use right now is not decided to become happy, but I decided to do happy. Not be happy, but do happy. And like, let me explain how. First, uh, let me tell you that about happiness, it's a state, it's an emotional state that continues. And across the world, there are different opinions about happiness. Some people think that becoming rich, becoming famous, becoming powerful, having harmony in your life, uh, being forgiving or eating a lot of food or being fashionable or what have you can make you happy. Hundreds of areas, hundreds of cultures, all multiple opinions. What I think is happiness can be explained, can be explained by looking at your position on Maslow's pyramid of needs. If you are conversant with that, what Maslow claims is that most people scramble, strive up a pyramid of personal human needs. First they want safety, then they want survival, then they want emotional needs, then they want a sense of belonging to the community, and then eventually they want to achieve recognition and self-actualization. So whether that be through fame, power, recognition, what have you, people, when they are sliding up, scrambling up, achieving growth, they are happy. When they are not, when they are sliding down, recognition, fame, health, wealth, and relationships, then they become unhappy. Yeah? Sliding down, getting pulled by gravity or by chance, you become unhappy. When you are scrambling up, chance and effort make you go up, you become happy. Now, instead of looking at all those other aspects of being happy, other definitions, I believe that happiness has three verticals. Health, personal health, you know, health. If you're healthy, 
that means you're up on the scale of happiness fit well no ailments no sickness nothing doing happy if you will be earning enough actively passively if you have a fair amount of savings and good enough amount of savings in the future looks safe and you're not stressed you're not worried about your future about falling sick you're happy your relationships are balanced good they are nurturing each other you're happy so usually it's health wealth or relationships that you slide down or you scramble up now what makes us slide down and then we look at what will help us scramble up that pyramid of needs what makes us slide down number one is circumstance and chance think of circumstances and chance like gravity what gravity is to earth circumstance and chance are to a person's well-being a person's state of happiness that means an accident a sickness a a typhoon or a flood or a tsunami or COVID-99 could make you unhappy. That would be circumstance, a fire, an earthquake, your building collapses, your uh, business, your market share drops beyond your control, then that is something that you couldn't handle. So that was a gravitational pull by chance. You can become unhappy, it can impact your health, wealth and relationships that's the first thing that makes people unhappy chance and circumstance the second thing that makes people unhappy is how they perceive their past and how they process that means how do they think and recycle their life from the past and use it for the present moment so lots of people look back into the past and find fault in their lives they don't like their parents, they don't like their relationship, they don't like the schools they went through, they don't like the community that they lived in. They talk about how someone cheated them and how they were hurt and how the whole world is a nasty place and they keep thinking about that, bringing that into the present. You bring trash from the past into your present, your present will become trashy. Call it baggage, you know, emotional baggage. You keep it here from the past, it is going to make you gloomy. It is going to impact your level of happiness. That's the number two thing that makes people unhappy. The third thing that makes people unhappy, <coughs> according, <coughs> forgive me, according to many philosophers and uh, psychologists, Carl Hong being one of them, he claims that people like to compare themselves with others. So envy and jealousy make us unhappy. So when I envy my neighbor's purple jaguar, or I'm jealous about the success of a colleague or a friend, that makes me unhappy. And if I keep comparing myself, there's no limit to how much I can compare to, and that can make me unhappy. Three things, number one, chance. Number two is how I process my past. And number three is how do I keep comparing myself to the rest of the world? These three areas will kind of make me depressed about my health, about my wealth, about my relationships with the world. Now, how do I do happy? How do I 
achieve happiness? How do I sustain a level of happiness that I'm constantly scrambling up and not being drawn down by gravitational pull, by default, by sadness, sorrow, and gloom? No? How do I? So the first thing, my first recommendation is to pay attention to the word called anichka from the Vipassana school of meditation from Nepal, they have a word called Anichka. Anichka means uncertainty or impermanence. The impermanence of life. That means things will change. No matter how much of a fortress you have built around your happiness, around your health, wealth and relationship, you might have built the fort knocks around all those things but then again nature can take its course so can coincidence and so can circumstance and chance so change can happen in a snap while you're looking at things happily smiling a moment next minute you get a phone call and bang your happiness flies out of the window so be ready for that be open to that impermanence that anichka of life and through these massive ups and downs of life, through these massive kabi kushis and kabi gums in, in Indian language that means sometimes sorrow, sometimes happiness, through this whole process, stay cool, calm, balanced, practice equanimity, stay cool. Hmm? That's number one, impermanence, you know, try to stay cool and calm and you can believe and trust that things will change for the better or sometimes for worse, so stay cool. That's the number first, that's the first thing to do. Impermanence. The second thing is, remember go, going back into the past and bringing, carrying trash from the past, baggages, sadness, sorrow, bad experiences and putting them in the front right on your head right now. Go back into your past, pull out happy memories. The times you succeeded, the times someone loved you, the times you loved someone, the times that someone showed you compassion, kindness, and there was great friendship and bonding, and there was business success, and you hit fit and healthy. Bring those memories into the present and relive them, rediscuss them, talk about them, laugh about them, and they'll become a living thing because you will nurture them, you will water and feed those memories and they will arise again yeah it's called think happy and you can achieve happiness think therefore you are think happy therefore you are happy that's the second step first is impermanence uncertainty anichka the second one is how you collect your past and bring it to the present to build your future the last one is an absolute do thing Recognize, not just recognize, but get sold into the fact that mind and body are not two things. They are just one, just one. If you're unhappy in the mind, it's bound to impact your health. If you're unhappy, if you're unwell, like I was in the year, in the midst of 2022, I felt that my sugar levels had gone up and I had this huge very persistent athlete's foot that wouldn't let go of me. It was like a beast that had gotten hold of, gotten hold of my, gotten hold of my foot. It wouldn't let go. So all the creams and the medicines and pills wouldn't help. Eventually, it's gone today. 
but I had to first strengthen my will to get well. Likewise, if you are well, you need to keep your will strengthened. So mind and body are connected. When your mind's not working well, work your body. When your body's not working well, sit down, meditate, think, talk, you know, go have a chat with an objective, supportive, coach kind of a person. Three things, recognize and accept impermanence, make a habit of going into your past, think happy, therefore you are happy. The last thing is use mind and body equally as a one machine, as a one single organism. Right? Now, those are the three things you do. And I want to share, I want to put a cherry on top of this cake that I've shared with you. Recently, I came across a research done by Harvard School of Business for the last 75 plus years. They have been researching happiness. They have been following seven or 800 human beings, men mostly, from different backgrounds to find out what is their happiness journey? What makes them happy? Health, wealth, fame, poverty, harmony, forgiveness, faith, fashion, food. What is it? No, what is it about them that keeps them happy? And they still continue to do that research. So back in a few years ago, a few decades ago, there were a few hundred people. Today they are researching thousands of men, women, and children. Their one single key, uh, their key conclusion, their key conclusion is between health, wealth, and relationships, it's relationships that take the cake. If you are settled, happy, cherished, nourished, loved, and you love back and you cherish and you nourish your relationships, then that impacts your health and wealth. So think about that. Think about that totally. So whoever you love, Whoever loves you back, you know, pay attention to that fact. Don't put it aside for wealth, money, recognition of fame. Make an effort. Spend quality time with them, whether it be your significant other, whether it be your siblings, whether it be your children, whether it be your parents, whether it be your business partners, friends, community, tribe, anyone, anyone treat people humanely, lovingly, caringly, compassionately, you'll get it back. You give it out in spades, you'll get it back in truckloads. And when that relationship vertical is fulfilled, so will your happiness and so will your health and wealth be fulfilled and happy. Those are my thoughts on how not to just be happy and stay happy, but to do happy. Happiness, ladies and gentlemen, is a journey up Maslow's mountain. And you need to keep climbing it and your only hook and your chain. Number one, of course, you need the gear and the boots. You need relationships to pull you up, to keep you going up. I hope you like this. I hope you like the sharing of mine and I like it. I mean, it's something that I've indulged myself into for the longest time. And I hope this helps you. I hope this makes you happy. My name is Raju Mantian. I'm a speaker, trainer, coach based in the Philippines. And this is what I do. And this little conversation will be put up on the Sage and Guide podcast. The Sage and Guide.
Guide Podcast brings you presentations and conversations to brings you presentations and conversations to unleash personal authenticity and influence excellence onto others. Happiness being one of the competencies, one of the aspects in your life that is important for you to be authentic, for you to be brave, for you to be compassionate, and then influence the rest of the world. So if you like this little conversation, please click like and share. And if you provide me feedback, I'll be happy. And as we say in the Philippines, adios and